until such time as you find a job, it's the Clifford and Norm Show at cliffordandnorm.com. Live from a closet in New York City, it's the Clifford and Norm Show. I just wanted to tell you, uh, just being in this closet, how tranquil it is. And uh, I just want to encourage all of the people out there to, uh, I know it's fashionable to be coming out of the closet, but I think you ought to consider going back into the closet because I'm having a great time here. But that's not what the show is about. What is this show about? Cliff. Uh, hi, this is Cliff. I think that you have to believe, I mean, you know yourself, that everybody, whether you're rich, poor, sick, healthy, whatever, has problems, insecurities. Our show is about those problems and insecurities and how to solve the problems in your life. Now, not all the problems. We're not like Dear Abby. That's not what this show is about. We're not? Um, I thought we are like Dear Abby. Oh, all right. Well, we are, but we're, we're male. Right. And, and it's all about improving your situation by learning so much from this wildly helpful show, which hopefully will also be entertaining uh, from time to time. Right. Go ahead, and, Norm. And Cliff, well, Clifford is a renowned authority on, on this subject. And in fact, he's, he's recently written a book, which has uh, gotten rave reviews. Uh, I actually read it, and uh, it's a real page-turner. I mean, I just couldn't put it down. I was completely glued to the page. Cl Clifford, it's really changed my life. Uh, but it's definitely one of the top books of, of the year, at least uh, the top books I've read. And, you know, believe me, I read more than a couple of books a year. Well, thank you very much. I, yeah. That, that's quite a compliment. Uh, yeah, easily more than a couple. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to say, though, that the, the title kind of threw me for a loop a little bit. It's called The Loser Syndrome. Oh, I thought it was The Looser Syndrome. Oh, no, it's it's Loser. Oh, okay. Looser is spelled L-O-O-S-E-R, if I'm not mistaken. And yours, how do you spell yours? L-O-S-E-R. Oh, okay. But, okay, well, so, that, that so, makes a lot more sense, because I, right. but, but I was just couldn't yeah. figure out what looser syndrome was right, about. Right, but the, the problem is that, you know, it, the book is, it was written to fail, because, you know, not only does it have loser in the title, which any publisher will tell you is an extremely bad idea, but it also has a, uh, a keyword, loser, which people think is looser. So the looser syndrome could be about a guy who's loose or a woman who's loose. You know, it, it, right. it, doesn't, it doesn't really work. You are listening to the Clifford and Norm Show at CliffordandNorm.com. Let's, let's just give a, you know, I, what I'd like to do is just give a little background of how you and I, you know, who are we? Like, why, do, why are we together? I met Norm uh, out of business school. We're both uh, MBAs. I came. I got a job at CBS in the finance department. They brought me around my first day, and then they brought me into my office. And there's Norm. I instantly noticed that Norm was, at, you know, pretty much off his gourd. He said what basically whatever came into to his mind. I think that's probably the process. Something came to his mind, and then he spoke. And Sometimes even before it came right. into my mind, I would speak it. So you had been there a few months prior to to when I got there. Yeah, I was just on the verge of being fired when you came. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think you were supposed to be my replacement, in fact. Okay. Well, anyway, it was a comedy because uh, we both had this boss, Tony. He sort of he was sort of like an '80s version of Bart Simpson. Ba no, not Bart. Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. Yeah. He had a, a real pot belly, and he would dash in to sa say things to Norm. And Norm, sort of like Bart, would just do be nonplussed and completely non-reactive to Tony's apparent panic. So it was really fun to watch. And and 
Norm would just say anything to get Tony off his back. <laughs> So right. it was really uh, wonderful, but we've been friends ever since, and we've since raised uh, families. Um, you know, we re we've always had sort of a chemistry, which haven't really revealed itself yet. Yeah, um, we're sort of like hydrogen and oxygen. Yeah, and uh, we're all wet. You are listening to the Clifford and Norm Show, sucker. I wrote this book called The Loser Syndrome: Prevention detection, cure. And after that, I said, well, you know, maybe this should be a radio show. Uh, maybe we should talk about people's... And a feature film. ...inclination to feel like a loser. Now, mind you, uh, I just want to get into that topic. This radio show is not about or for losers. Losers can't be helped by anyone. What this show is about is it's about people who think they're losers. Now, there's a big difference because when you think you're a loser, you can be made to think that you're not one. Right. But when you're a real loser, you know, I mean, you're a loser. And how, what, how can you tell the difference between somebody who thinks they're a loser versus somebody who is indeed right. uh, a loser? Well, that's what this, you know, that's what the book is about. You know, basically, it's a process that you go through. And it's, it's an observation of what you're doing to make yourself feel like a loser. The first thing you have to do is define, diagnose yourself. Now, right. I, I place people into three categories. The first stage is normal. You are normal. You have some insecurities, but they're not running your life. Mm -hmm. They haven't snowballed into some impossible uh, wall that you have to climb. Right. It's, you're, you're a normal person. You're confident in yourself. You're, you're a loser in, in certain aspects, but you're a winner you're in a winner other, other aspects. Aspect. Now, like, that's the thing. Yeah. In my equation, I have erased the term winner. A lot of self-help books are out there that talk about how can you can win. It's a win-win situation, or it's a win-win-win situation, or you're a winner, or you can be a winner. Winners are bogus. Okay, uh -huh. you can't walk around thinking you're a winner. Let's say you win the lottery. You're only a winner for a minute. I mean, you win the lottery. Yeah. Now you've got to face all the crap that you've built up in your life, whether you have the money or not, and probably you're going to have more problems than, than not. Or like, does Tiger Woods walk around saying, hey, I'm a winner, I'm a winner? No. He might think it, but he certainly doesn't say it. I think Donald Trump does. Does anybody really want to be around a winner? No. They want to be around successful people. Mm -hmm. They want to be around attractive people. Yes. That's, Indeed. That's very important. Yes. They want to be around wealthy people. But they don't want to be around winners. Because winners are constantly... Winning. Celebrating their, winner, their winningness. That's I mean, it's a zero-sum game. If they're winning, then you're losing. Right. And, but the thing is that they're annoying. Winners right. are annoying. So right. I, you, to, to aim to be a winner is a bad thing, in my view. Okay. okay. What you want to do is be normal. In the loser syndrome phase one, you feel down about yourself. You have no confidence in yourself. But there's hope. Okay? There's hope because... You, you know, everybody, even people who think they're losers, mm -hmm. they have sort of a, a, a belief deep down that they're really not a loser. And they're just sort of leaning on that, oh, I'm a loser thing to get through their lives. Right. Right. So they can be improved. If they can just get break through that, it's mm -hmm. cool. Okay? That's phase one. That's phase one. Phase two is a little bit more complicated. And is that more severe, phase two? Or phase, phase two, two is, that, phase? is that you basically no longer have a fear that you're a loser. Mm -hmm. But you're d exhibiting all of the characteristics 
of being a loser. So you don't think you're a loser, but everybody else thinks you're a loser. Everybody else thinks you're a loser, but you don't because you've, you've gotten so used to the idea that you're a loser that you've accepted it. And therefore, that's, it's normal. Mm -hmm. You become, in your own mind, normal where everybody around you is, is going, you know, mm. hey, this guy's a loser. What's the proof of that? Do you know how you, there are these creepy old people? Like, you, it could be your dad. It could be your mom. It could be somebody. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you never notice that they have habits of the things that they do or things that they say that are completely obnoxious to the people around them, yet they continue to do it? Right. And even if you point it out to them, they've built such a wall that there's no way that you can penetrate that wall. Right. Okay. That is the loser syndrome phase two. Hmm. That sounds pretty severe. Yeah. You are unfortunately listening to The Clifford and Norm Show. When you think you're a loser, it's what you say that really gets you into trouble. Mm -hmm. And what, I mean, what you say and, and the, the manner in which you say it. You know, people walk up to you in the street and say, Hey, how you doing, Bill, Bob? You know? You say, uh, Oh, and you start advertising your problems. I got this and I got that and I'm doing this and I can't do that and I'm failing at this. And you start telling other people about your unfortunate nonsense that's going on in your life. Mm -hmm. That's when it starts to snowball because other people are going to read your negativity and they're going to start think avoiding you, mm -hmm. basically. Right. People are going to I mean, look at, look at your own audience, your own thing going on. You know, you walk down the street and you, you might even avoid somebody who you know you're going to get a sob story from when you talk to them. You want people to be up and friendly. No, I, 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 I totally I hear you. I mean, you know, who wants to hear all these troubles? Right. My personal feeling is, you know, a lot of self-help authors are out there saying, say what's on your mind. Express yourself. Don't bottle it all up. Mm -hmm. I say, bottle it all up. <laughs> and get rid of it right and start doing things but in an environmentally constructive fashion right don't you know just don't, don't throw don't it on the road as right. you're you know commuting to work right i mean you have to you know get it recycled get, right or have it launched into space or something yes but you just don't want to pollute so it's a very nice watch thank you thank you, I thank did you very now. much it's you know i i read i read your book and it made me feel better about myself so you went out and bought an and expensive and i bought watch. an expensive watch and now uh and now the credit card bill came and i can't pay it off oh, so i'm um, back in sort of this negative space negative thing right but i'm trying to get back into a, a right. positive space so um but and, and that's why i'm doing this thing right now exactly we'll be right back you've been listening to the clifford and norm show